Hello, this is Mary Lee, and you're listening to On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor podcast, a Bachelor fanatics review and analysis of all your favorite Bachelor contestants. So Peter's finale was like four hours of jam-packed television that we had so many thoughts on. Um, It really felt like the entire season was in like the last two nights. So uh, this is quite a long episode. We've broken it up into two. Um, Stay with us. We really deep dive on Barb and Madison, Hannah, Ann, and Claire as our next Bachelorette. So anyway, we we honestly covered so much material. It's going to be two episodes, but it's great. And now we're done with Peter. So anyway, stay tuned. And uh, I'll see you guys next week after these two episodes and we'll talk all about Claire's men. Have you ever been on vacation and just wish you had someone with a better camera, with a better eye who could capture that perfect photo for your memory? Well, now you can. There's an app called Flytographer. And let me tell you, they're freaking amazing. So I use fly photographer on my trip to Honolulu with my husband and I cannot recommend them enough going on their website. I was able to pick a photographer of a number of photographers. I was able to see their past work and then I was able to even pick the shooting location. Often the photographer would recommend other locations or time of day. And so in this one space, I was able to pick a photographer, see their rate, and schedule everything in one app. So with this code, you can book your fly photographer shoot anywhere in the world. I'm talking anywhere from Rome to Paris to Fiji, wherever you want to go. The code is Merrily Green. That's M-A-R-I-L-E-E green with an E at the end. And with this, you can get $50 off your next shoot. So wherever you're going on your next vacation, use Fly Photographer. They're freaking amazing and you won't regret it. Then we get to the next day or who knows if it was the exact next day or whatever. Right. And he calls Mr. Sluss on the phone. I, so this was like my first sign of like, I don't trust it. His when he like got off the phone with was Mr. Like grimacing, Trust. he was like forcing a smile so hard. I know. Mm. Like after when he was like, "Yes, is that what you mean?" After he hung up with Mr. Sluss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, "Are you faking this like excitement?" Because yeah. like this doesn't seem real. No, it did not seem real. Ha! <sighs> I'm glad you picked on that up 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 on that too because oh, yeah. I was like. His face, his eyes were like, it's like his smile and his eyes were like not connected. He was like dead in the eyes, but like trying to smile. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, I'm, woo, I'm excited. I was like, are you? He looked so tired too. He looked like exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. I know. I mean, I also wanted a producer to tell him at that moment, like, hey man, you also could like go to Hannah Ann at the end of this and just not propose and just like be with her. Like, I know yeah. you're so like 
upset about this breakup, but just tell Hannah and you finally love her and you yeah. want to be with her. Like mm-hmm. that is okay too, man. Right, right. You know, I wish like someone had like given him that option or like, yeah. or maybe he, the hopeless romantic in him was like, no, 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 I'm going to go all the way. Like yeah. I'm going to do this whole thing. Well, you and know, I bet I, there's some weird, like so incentive know. or some pressure if there is an engagement, don't you think from the production end? Is that like, I bet in your contract, there's some sort of like, if you propose at the end, then I don't know. I don't do know you think? That because there no. have been, I don't, I don't think because there's been so many couples who did not get engaged mm-hmm. out of this. Yeah. Um, I don't think that. I I think it's more from like the hopeful romantic side of the people and the fact gotcha. that they're getting like what like a fifty thousand dollar ring for free. Oh my gosh! So I yeah. mean, all these rings are three to four carats in total, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, I guess I'm like, well, mine's not that much smaller than that, but um, Minus. like if I don't know, I guess what I. <laughs> I guess maybe they're not all 50,000, but they're not cheap. They're right. not like 10,000 or that's not cheap either. Whatever. It's free money. It's it like is. a free it, that's $30, an incentive in itself. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to propose, you might as well do it on the show because you get, yeah, you get that perk. Um, you get that diamond ring. And if you stay engaged, she gets to keep it. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, okay. So I, I just want to note this. So I wrote down the convo Chris had with Peter at this point, mm-hmm. like beforehand and came for the yeah. proposal. Yeah. He's like, I hate to darken the mood. Something I found out about Hannah Ann. I'm not positive. She's coming. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And like Peter pauses and it's like, Ugh. like, I don't know, made some like nondescript noises. Mm-hmm. And he was like, does she know Madison's not here? Chris, unless you told her, no. So it was like the face on Chris's. <laughs> I like rewatched this. Chris's face in that moment was like, uh, like kind of hands in the air. Like, well, um, unless you told her, like, did you tell her? No. And then and Peter, you know, look at him like, no. And he goes, then no. I love that. I love that Chris gave Peter that responsibility of like, mm-hmm. dude, that is not our responsibility on production side to tell Madison Hey, by the way, the other girl you're competing against is no longer in the or running. Hannah Ann. Yeah. Well, the funny yeah, thing that's is. Not, sorry. Other way around. The funny thing is, is that there's so much meddling that goes on that like, yeah, you're right. But also like he does go and talk to Madison in the next episode or later in the episode. Later. And say like, but you know what I mean? Like tell her information that she should have heard from Peter well, um, so let me. So there's like right a there. little. That is bit my of point. Both. Yeah. Well, again, my whole point. This is yeah. produced. Oh yeah. Like lest we forget, this is should win an Emmy. Oh yeah. And season oh, whatever yeah. we're on. What are we on? Borderline scripted. I, I mean, not on the not on the contestants' part, but on like Chris Harrison's part for sure. Scripted. Oh yeah. Yeah, for him to like show us in that moment. Hey man, Madison, I mean not Madison, Panna might not come because she's insecure about your relationship. Peter's like, oh, F. And then he's <laughs> thinking, well, wait, doesn't she know that like Madison's not here, that like she should come because she's the only one? 
for for Chris to like bring that to light, like, hey man, like, well, did you, unless you told her, which Chris knows the answer to this, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. He's been talking his other like cameramen and production. Mm-hmm. He's like, unless you told her, then no. So it's putting that idea in Peter's head. So you haven't told her, like, you have not told her this. So like, yeah, it, honestly, it was like bringing it up to him, like, you're a stupid guy. Like sometimes mm-hmm. men forget to do things they like forget like the obvious thing and this is like the obvious thing tell the girl you're dating that she's the only one like Mm -hmm. at the very least and he like negates to do that so then fast forward to the proposal Mm -hmm. just i wish and then you can share your thoughts on this but he ends up in the middle of the proposal saying he says like i i knew it was you when i gave the first impression rose and now i have to follow my heart paul's so Madison, she actually left two days ago. What? <laughs> like, that's the worst proposal ever. In the uh... middle of your proposal, you're going to bring up the other girl. Like, why don't you just start mm. off like, Hannah Ann, it has been a joy to get to know you, blah, blah, blah. Right. I have to tell you something. Right. Madison's not even here anymore. Right. What? Oh, my God. Madison's not here. Hannah Ann, I knew it was you from the moment of the first. And then, you know, it was just like someone needs to help him craft a message. Right. right. Cause that is and then that is not when you drop the bomb. No. And I'm sure doubt is starts to creep in there. I bet it's like, oh, she's gone. Yes, I'm the only one. But then also like I bet it's like, OK, two days ago, start doing the math. We were sitting on my couch and I was asking you to give me something and you were giving me nothing I thought at the time that you were just doing that because that's how the show works and the producers need you to keep the mystery alive for all the viewers watching but in actuality maybe you're just not that into me like I'm sure once she started like (laughs) going back and looking at everything in retrospect I bet she was like what the fuck like he should have yeah talked to me if she left, like, he should have told me, like, there's no reason for him to do that unless he truly didn't know how he felt about Madison still. And, like, that sucks. Right. Yeah. Right. It was not not, yeah. not the greatest way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're spot on about what Hannah Ann probably was, like, processing later. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Ugh. yeah. So, whatever. They. What? She, I just like I'm just so, it's so cringy like thinking back on that engagement and she's just like what me no it was, what at the end and she's I like oh what and I'm like yeah and though as a viewer you just know something's up because you're only at yeah. that point how many did we still have an hour left of the show oh yeah we <laughs> still have plenty plus of time an hour but like, and a half left or something it's like oh well, I mean, when we knew as a viewer something else was going to happen, like right. there's blood in the water. But right. I do think it was sweet. It's like I almost felt so bad for her, especially in this moment. Like mm-hmm. she was like, so you love me? Like <laughs> like a little like helpless puppy. Like, oh, my God, wait, you love me? Oh, my gosh. And she mm. said, oh, my word, I think like 20 oh, times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, again, made me think this is so authentic because she literally is not filtering her speech at all. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I loved that her honest truth is saying, oh, my word, oh, my word, like shocked. Yeah. You know, and then she said, like, I get to love you forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very sweet. Mm-hmm. It really was. Oh, man. It reminded me a little bit of like, you're my person with Ben and Lauren. 
Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I remember that when that happened, I was like, this is not lasting. Yeah, no. And everyone was like, Team Lauren and Ben, they're like, they're going to get married. I was like, no, they're not, guys. Mm-mm. They are not going to get married. Mm-mm. They are totally never going to get married. Who was right? Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a cynic with this show, too. It's like, yeah. yeah. you know, there's some proposals. I will say, like, I felt it was sweet on Hannah's in it when I was watching the proposal. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was like, this is not a genuine proposal. Yeah. This is not like a, wow, I believe in their love story. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, I think uh, everyone's ready for, like, a true... Like, finally someone that, like, actually clicks that's going to stay together. It's been a little while. I I totally agree. You're right. You're right. I mean, like, Hannah Ann said it best at the end when they were breaking up. She was like, torn and conflicted Peter all throughout when I stood by your side because you selfishly didn't want to send me home. And then at the end, she's like, we're done. Mm -hmm. I mean that. Mm -hmm. I was like. Clap, clap, clap. Yep. <laughs> Great acting. That. Hannah Ann, do you want to be in a film? Because I think you could. You know, yeah. I think you could be a little actress. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, and they, so they brought her out right after that, right? Um, right after yes, the engagement. So we talked to her, like, right away. I thought she was very poised. Like, surprised. I don't know what I was expecting, but, mm-hmm. like, she was really, like, well prepped she felt it felt like she was calm and cool but like still like had emotion you know but she didn't feel nervous to me she felt like nope yeah like she knew what she was gonna say to Peter later like she had some comments about what was about to go down um right yeah I mean I've thought all along that she was actually like a smart girl Mm -hmm. just because I think the way she played the other women in the house mm-hmm. was very wise and she didn't get um, caught up in drama i mean after after no. she was like you know in the r- wrong place at the wrong time with the champagne thing like she really stayed out of it which is she smart. did and you she was yeah she's friends with hannah g right she is she's she, they used to model together yeah so you made a comment of like episodes and episodes ago that like she probably got some mm-hmm. coaching before going on the show at least from hannah g mm-hmm. or some other person because she's always yeah, felt like right. switzerland she's like kind of neutral um uh-huh. and like played played it like right she did she she was never on like the wrong side of an issue it seemed like totally agree I um I was watching her Instagram stories today, mm-hmm. you know, the day after all this, and Kim Kardashian, of all people, <laughs> um, tweeted, like, I love Hannah Ann, and <laughs> Hannah, like, reposted it, and I was like, good for you, girl. Like, mm-hmm. you have Kim Kardashian on your side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and everyone knows the Kardashians are huge Bachelor fans, um, mm-hmm. especially the that. mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they are huge Bachelor fans. Um, mm. What's the mom's name? Kim's mom. Chris, I think. Chris, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Married. Yeah. Um, now, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Once upon a time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, anyway, they're huge. They're whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think she but, uh, uh, I think she was pretty poised. And, and, yeah, I bet she felt, like, empowered, kind of, like, showing up to to the breakup scene and being like Mm -hmm. you know what give me a moment and then 
once you start coming after me, trying to talk to me, like I'm going to tell you what I have to say and that's it. Like, yes. I'm yep. walking out. I am leaving because I don't deserve this. Right. And I love that. I love it. Okay. So one of my favorite things she said, like, okay, I'll say my favorite and then my least favorite. The least mm-hmm. favorite thing she said that was, if you want to become, if you want to be with a woman, you need to become a real man. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's fair. That was her last word. Yeah. I personally don't think that's fair because, look, I hope he doesn't, like, sink into a hole because of that comment. And he's going to get a ton of backlash. Yeah. But, like, he is a man. He is a real man. I was watching so many friends and they were like, you know what? Like, of course we feel bad for Hannah Ann. But, like, we have kind of feel bad for Peter, too. You know? Like, he messed up. Yeah. truly owning up to his mistakes he is like not just like I'm sorry but like you see the remorse you see the like wow I really effed up you know I yeah and also like but I'm just a guy and I'm I was genuinely confused yeah so I I don't know like I don't think it's fair to not call him a real man because Mm -hmm. then it's like viewing what is masculinity what does it mean to be a like a real or grown or what does that mean to be a real man you know and I don't know. So I don't like that. But what I did like that she said, she said, words are powerful, Peter. Either you don't mean what you say or you don't understand the weight of your words. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was like, mm. we need to like pin that to Peter's head for the entire season. <laughs> because yeah. Like here's... that's definitely something he struggles with. Definitely. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. he struggles with that. And I wonder if, if he's ever gotten feedback like that. Like, I'm sure he's gotten a lot of feedback like, oh, everyone likes you. You're so agreeable. Like, mm-hmm. like things just like work out for you. And then the, the flip mm-hmm. side of that is like you end up saying things that you don't mean. <laughs> so like Which is wrong. Get it together. In yeah. Any... Like, yeah, it's like where his strength has become a weakness. Yes. And, like, that's going to be a weakness in all relationships, not just mm-hmm. in a romantic, like, husband-wife. But, like, right. if our friendship was based on that, if I, like, told you things and I didn't mean it, whether that's, like, visiting you or, like, calling you or mm-hmm. spending time and, and, like, act – and then, you know, in turning and doing something totally different, like, yeah. that hurts people's feelings. So yeah. I, I – so applaud her for like bringing this to light mm-hmm. hopefully he can like rewatch. I just hope he like took what she did with weight you know right. like I right. feel like so the best part <laughs> um we laughed so hard at this at the end of that interview Chris Harrison was like thanks for sitting through that Peter <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. like never happens because like he's the lead it's right. usually like Hannah right. Ann, thanks for sitting through that. But it was oh like, my hey, Peter, thanks for sitting through that beating. Yeah, no. And he looked so ju- just like, oh, his face, just his face the last few weeks even has just looked so oh, yeah. like drained. Like his eyes are like yes. barely opening. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, how do I survive this? Yeah, it's hard. It I don't I think bet... there's a lot of people on his side. No. And I bet he like is. Yeah. When he signed up to be the bachelor, he was like, I'm going to be a rock star. And now he's like, oh, no, everyone hates me. <laughs> How do I fix right. this? I'm not actually a bad guy. And I don't I really don't think he is a bad guy. I think he's just like, yeah, you make a mistake once and then like 
like you learn from it and you move on but like you make a mistake on national television and like everyone gets their opinions and I bet it just feels like ugh, like how do I how do I come back from it I don't know I bet he was feeling all kinds of feelings poor totally. guy poor guy so then Madison comes on stage mm-hmm. right so then like he talks about life post we see the clips of um Chris like you said Chris Harrison going in mm-hmm. so I mean you're you brought up a great point that like produced production meddled in okay here's yeah. my philosophy on that I had a lot of like people being like what the heck why did Chris go why didn't Peter go mm-hmm. I personally think it happened because of production I think production was like you know what this will get spoiled if they see Peter in Alabama. Right. They're going to figure out, like, why is Peter oh. in Auburn? And, like, someone's going to catch whiff of it and, like, mm-hmm. release it. Mm-hmm. I, I totally think that's the reason why they did this. Right. I think they were like, we're tired of reality, Steve. They do not like reality, Steve. Yeah. Um, and they don't they don't want it to get out. So they yeah. were like, no, we're not getting this out. This is our story to tell. Which, you know what? Props to them. Like, it's a little unconventional to send Chris Harrison to be a messenger. Yeah. Um, but, so, hey, Charles, do you remember when I brought up the I Want to Marry Ryan Banks yes. TV show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this gave me all the vibes of the movie I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. Oh, wow. Like, this scene right here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. If you haven't seen it, like, basically, like, it gets to the end of that movie and they're like, okay, America's sweetheart. Like she's the one, she's the one that like all of America wants to like be the final one. Like they don't care about anyone else, but like this wonderful, adorable girl. In fact, everyone likes the wonderful, adorable girl more than the bachelor. Hmm. And that's exactly what happened this season. Like everyone is like team Madison. She's 1.5 million followers on Instagram. Mm. People like Madison probably more than they like Peter 1.7 now, excuse me. So God, that hiked up quickly. Um, and she hasn't even posted a new picture in like two days. So uh, anyway, my point is like, um, actually she hasn't posted a new picture in a week. (laughs) Uh, but my point is saying (laughs) she's like, People are waiting for that next post. I know. Yeah. Um, but Madison Pruitt, she is the beloved person right now. And mm-hmm. I think they were like, look, we have to like get the story out our way. She is beloved. If Peter is in Auburn. It's going to get out. And then they're going to know something happened and like conspiracy theories will thrive. So that's why they sent Chris, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then had them meet in like a nondescript backyard <laughs> in California where yeah. like it's totally fine if Madison's in L.A. at at, at the airport. Like, you know what I mean? If right. she's spotted there, like yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Right. I like that theory. I think that makes a lot of sense. It felt weird for her to be like asking Chris questions and for him being like, yeah, I'm an open book. Just I'll tell you whatever you want to know <laughs> when it's like, Chris, that is, this is, these are not your stories to tell. But I mean, I I get it. It's But it it's is. Like, Chelsea, he's an executive producer. Yeah. I When you look at it that way, they do own the story. I mean, they own the right to... this is why they make them sign non-disclosure agreements and like it's the producer's prerogative to share or not share disclose or not disclose it's like the cast that has to like be careful so um Mm -hmm. so you're You're right. right I just think in 
I think when I think of Madison, I just always think of her as this like very like traditional like dating courtship like person that I'm like this feels so wacky um but I guess if it was another person that was like bought into the bachelor like idea then it wouldn't feel so weird I guess I was just watching it thinking like Madison this good this got to be the strangest thing ever like having a conversation with Chris Harrison about Peter's goings-on in the last three months or two months or whatever it was at that point but totally um but yeah that conversation felt like it felt like it was very very uh like all the questions and the teasing and the like do you love Peter and the thinking and sitting there and like yes yes I do like the realization I guess we're going to LA like it just felt again like scripted um, which is good TV, I so, guess. Yeah, it was definitely great TV. Um, my, which again, go back. Is it on? I think it's on Amazon and it's, I want to marry Ryan Banks. Mm-hmm. Plugging that shamelessly. Cause it's so good. <laughs> it's like bachelor in its heyday. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's exactly what happened on the show. Like, wow. I think Chris is like, you know, we're going back to our roots here. Mm-hmm. You're going back to our roots when Chris was more involved, when production was like mm. kind of like shaping it a little more. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they can do that when they have malleable people like right. Peter. Or Peter's when they have malleable. people that aren't just coming out with communication like Madison. It seems like they were like really getting in there with Madison making it seems like Madison was really the reason why they made all the girls be in the same room right or in the same suite oh it's a hundred percent I even heard Chris uh, say that Chris yeah definitely even said that at, yeah um I, I heard him on what was it the official bachelor happy hour podcast he was mm-hmm. like look sometimes we got to like force these situations and these conversations so the fact that I heard that it was over a week ago that he said that on their podcast that like the reason they put all three girls together at the fantasy suites was to force that converse, those conversations around mm-hmm. Madison's virginity and her mm-hmm. ultimatum and mm-hmm. like how the other girls would feel about that and yada, yada, yada. I mean, they were forcing Madison to be out with it. Mm-hmm. I think, again, mm-hmm. I stand behind that Chris, multiple things Chris did were like very thought out. Like Chris mm-hmm. is a smart man. Mm-hmm. He knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah. Um, 20, 18 years in, I mean... Yeah, he. I love him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, love or hate Chris Harrison, up to you. But I love the man. I think he's, you know, definitely people smart. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. Yeah, so okay, how before I want to hear your whole Madison thoughts, right? Then Madison and him reunite. They hug. Mm-hmm. They don't really kiss. Mm-hmm. They finally meet on stage. Tell me your quick analysis of all this. How did you feel about it? How did you feel about Barb? Um, yeah. So I think I've always understood Madison. And again, I feel like I get where she's coming from. Like, I totally understand where she's coming from. I do think that she's kind of like a pure heart in the sense of like, I really think she like wants the best for people. And I really think she like genuinely like, like likes the other girls and likes people in general that she meets. I think a lot of it comes from like the way she was raised and feeling like, all people have dignity, all people have like, like value. 
um and deserve like respect um I think that she's she's kind of been like pushed around a lot and I and I like feel like she's keeps saying like I feel like she she has said many times that like she doesn't want to apologize for who she is and when she's being misconstrued which I think has happened with the whole like he's like asking is this an ultimatum the girls think it's an ultimatum um Barbara clearly thinks this is like not gonna work you're trying to change my son and I think she's like getting to to a place where she's like I don't want to apologize I don't want to feel bad about this um and I think it's just read as it read as kind of like just her saying nothing like by just being like, I, I don't want to apologize for who I am. I want to be who I am. I've always been who I am. That's just what I am. You know what I mean? It was just like, like nothing was being said. And I think it was just her like reaction to like, like her um, being like, I don't know how to divorce my like self from my actions. So it felt sure. like she didn't feel like she could like apologize for something. Because she felt like, well, I am, I am what I do or I am like the actions that I take or my beliefs is like who I am. And I think that was like maybe frustrating for Barbara. Like I think Barb was like sitting there. Obviously, I think it was like just a lot. And if I was her, if I was Peter, I would just be like, mom, will you please get it together? Cause she's like rolling her eyes during the Madison thing. She's like oh, was awful. looking. I mean, I know I just would have been like appalled like mom this is my like this is the girl that i love will you please well, just like that being said she was rolling her, her eyes when the clips were happening she yes. was rolling her eyes when madison was telling chris harrison that she wasn't eating I she was eight right oh, i had right, right. sleeping mm-hmm. that's when the rolling the eyes happened yeah. she said i wasn't sleeping barb was like oh shut up like yeah oh my god yeah and like <laughs> Which, i feel like whatever but yeah how, do you think madison's being true i think root of the story do you believe madison loved peter do you I think do. that she genuinely wants to be with him and like this is a true like I want to be with him for no other reason than like I love this person I think so I think I think it also is maybe a little bit of like stubbornness of being like no I'm gonna prove to everybody that we can work that I can be who I am and still make this work that I don't have to change who I am that I'm not going to apologize that I'm gonna like I think it's a little bit of stubbornness too because I once she got up there it wasn't like a resounding like oh my gosh I'm so in love with him to be fair I think they also were both trying to have respect for Hannah Ann and not just be like go from like a very difficult half first half of the episode to like we're so madly in love look how happy we are when it's like no both of our hearts are breaking this is like a whole situation that was very difficult so we're not going to just be like giddy right now <laughs> um so but I, I think that, that was problem. part of it I think that was part of it okay that's fair um just because I know both of them and I know both of them just don't want to hurt people yeah they're Um, considerate yeah so I just that's what that's how I read that but also I feel like Hmm. Barb wanted an apology from Madison and Madison didn't even think like which I understand if Madison was like production is production like it took three hours because we didn't have a chance to have any 
and we didn't have a chance to talk any other time because production won't let us talk and like I needed to have that conversation before I went in it it probably felt like she didn't have time to like really explain everything so she felt like I don't want to apologize for who I am you know she kept saying like this is who I am my standards and who I am she wasn't like looking at it in terms of like I did something that hurt somebody and I could just say I'm sorry for it I'm not like apologizing for my whole being I'm just apologizing for this one thing that happened and I wish she could have just been like I'm sorry for making you wait I really do want like Peter's you're important to Peter so you're important to me and I want you to know that I that I am gonna love you guys and I wanted to see you I just needed to figure some things out for us and we had no other time to hash it out or something you know like she said nothing but just like I won't apologize (laughs) And I was like, I mean, I had a friend bring the point up that like, perhaps she was so on the verge of breaking down herself that she just like, the reason why she didn't even look anyone in the eye was she just like, oh my God, I got to keep this together. This woman who's twice my age is like attacking my character She was and like, doesn't like me and, you know, outwardly showing how much she dislikes me (laughs) and I love her son and he loves me and like, oh my God, are these my future in-laws who hate me? You know, yeah. like, is this really possible? Yeah, it's um, stressful. So, like, I can, like, beyond, mm-hmm. beyond. And then that's not even talking about the social media component. And, like, right. yeah, they don't even live in the same place. And, like, mm-hmm. they're already on an uphill battle. So right. I do think, like, that sucked for Madison. I'm with you, though, that, like, she lacks the confidence Hannah Ann has to, like, look someone in the eye and be like, you are wrong. Like, you've hurt my feelings. And, mm-hmm. like perhaps Peter sees that as her strength and Mm -hmm. she's different than Peter. Like, okay. So I just want to note this. I was thinking watching the finale, he and Hannah Ann are actually really similar. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why he doesn't want to be with her. Mm, Yeah. Because they say opposites attract, but like, it is kind of true. Usually you want to, it's not you that you're total opposites, but Mm -hmm. like, you're with someone who brings has a strength that you don't have mm-hmm. and like you have strengths that they don't have and mm-hmm. that usually makes a great marriage is like people who complement each other yeah with like their different strengths and so like while my husband and I are very similar in a lot of ways to like the outside world like okay your interests are similar like how your type of life like how you want to spend your time looks pretty similar like it's not like we're totally different um, how we react is and how we handle ourselves in some ways is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like we're yin and yang. Yeah. And I think that balances us and like sees the other side. So I think watching Peter with Madison, she like makes him think like, oh, wow, like this is what selflessness really is. Or this is what like, you know, the fact that she's like, I want this to be special and sacred and I want to give to other people like everything about her is like giving like Mm -hmm. life giving and like like kind and I don't know she's like thinking of other people Mm -hmm. you know from everything from her job as like a foster parent recruiter to like how she spends her free time Mm -hmm. with you know church organizations and religious um organizations so I think he like sees that as a package of like wow even just like the way she talks to me it's like life giving in Mm -hmm. a different way than like a normal person like Hannah Ann Mm mm-hmm so I totally get the attraction. Yeah. I just think that like, um, I don't know if I fully buy their love story either. To mm-hmm. be completely honest, like mm-hmm. watching it and seeing 
Hannah, not Hannah Ann, um, his parents basically mm-hmm. like outwardly say like their thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I actually like appreciated like what his dad even said, like towards the end. He was like, mm-hmm. kind of like, Dad, like, what do you think about all this? And um, he said, he's like, well, I hate the situation. But he's like, look, like there's so many obstacles and this is like just the beginning and you don't start a relationship this way. And and I love that he kind of like made like a PSA announcement, like anyone who's watching this show, um. I hope you understand there's a lot of differences to overcome and that whenever you're in a relationship, like I almost feel like this was his way and the mom's way of being like, look, we have our own love story. We've watched plenty of love stories. You know, like obviously we've been married for X amount of years. We've watched successful uh, love stories on this show. We know that the beginning should be the bright point in your relationship. And so if it's not like PSA announcement is probably not a good thing. Hmm. And I actually did appreciate that because I think they were trying to make a bigger point overall, like, because his mom did say, like, I know we only caught, like, she's like, you know, Haiti on Madison, Mm -hmm. but she did say, like, you know, Chris was like, well, final word, mom, what do you think? She's like, I think he's going to have to fail to succeed. And I copied everything she said. And then she immediately says, everyone that knows him, including like family, friends, whatever, knows it's not going to work. Would we want it to work? Yes. And then like the crowds got loud. Hmm. So she did say that, like, would we want it to work? Yes. Um, And I think that was like overshadowed by obviously all the noise. Mm -hmm. But like, I think she's trying to make the point that like, in an ideal world, of course, we want Peter to have a love story, but like it just seems like an uphill battle. And like yeah. this has like an unlikely chance of being a lasting relationship. And that's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for me watching it, I was like trying to imagine what it would be like to be like in their spot with their parents having such strong opinions. And for me, it felt almost like, well, can you just like trust if I'm your son can you trust me and then like just give me like positivity because if you're giving me negativity like it's just not gonna work like if you don't like her and you are actively like trying to push her away like Mm -hmm. then like yeah it's not gonna work because you (laughs) and for me it was almost like it was almost like uh he did not ruin the hand and thing. He proposed to her because of you guys. So like, mm-hmm. it's almost like you got in his head too much. So like, maybe take that as a cue. Like we pushed him to do something that he wasn't ready to do. So maybe let's just g- take a step back and let him figure this out on his own. We will support him because we love him. If he says yes. he loves her, then we will do our best. Like, it could they could yes. have had that reaction too but they just I didn't totally and agree. that's where i was confused i was like why is barb so hard like why is she going so why are they both being like this isn't gonna work when like couldn't you just be like we really hope it works out for you guys if you say you love her then we you know believe you i don't know it felt like it felt like too much and this is where it co- comes into play where we were talking about the fact that he lives with his parents. They very obviously have a lot of say he has the same the same career path as his dad. I mean, it's like they're so intertwined as a family that it's almost like eek. And I I wonder if Madison is even sitting there like, okay, more red flags. Like every time I hang out with you and your yes. parents, I feel like 
they just like something is off with the way that you guys operate as a family <laughs> like I don't know if I can do this and it may not work out be just because of the fact that like his the family the not family supportive. is not supportive and like yeah I don't know I think I think it's a shame because when I watch them from the start to the finish I kind of see that like they are in love and I don't know if it's like realistically gonna work out but like it's the kind of thing where like you could just give you and I also don't know if I fully agree that like if it's gonna work it's gonna be like rainbows and sunshine in the beginning like oh no I think I think that it can and I think that they did have a lot of and I think he was trying to explain to them like we had a great time like we had everything was going so well until it wasn't (laughs) so like I would don't I think Peter was like I don't know if I believe the fact that like it should be perfect all the time because Mm -hmm. like that's just not what he's attracted to first of all because he clearly was very into Victoria F and that was lots and lots of hurdles every single time they communicated um and like he was very clearly into it so like I think he wants a little something he wants a woman that's gonna push back he wants a woman that will speak her mind I mean Hannah B is like feisty as they come and he was like head over heels for her so I get he needs an opposite that he wants yes. something that's not just gonna be like happy and easy skip down Agreeable. the lane into uh, a happy ending I think he's like no I want there to be a little bit of like push and pull I'm into that and I also think that like it's probably telling for the rest of our lives if we can like get over conflict or like resolve or compromise and that's what we're working to do like it was very he's like I have experienced like greatness with her so I believe that we can have it um so I don't know if I truly felt that like what his dad had to say was like was like really great advice but um but overall it is a red flag if your parents don't if your family and your friends don't like the person you're dating it is a red flag if you know you have a lot of obstacles and uphill battles to climb um especially in the beginning like I get I get the the heart of what they're trying to communicate it just felt a little like yeesh just like let him figure it out. He's a grown man. Right. And I think with that, I think production was like, all right, we got to get on from this train. Like we teased this entire season yeah. from a billion clips that were shown <laughs> finally on Monday and Tuesday night. Ugh, right. We finally like understood where he was lying on the bed, mm-hmm. where Chris came up to him, like so many different clips. Mm-hmm. And they were like, great. All right. We just like killed you. We just like, tore your heart out bachelor nation and we're not sure if you all believe in love now so uh, we have to bring out claire mm-hmm. i don't know why i grunted so hard i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> clearing my throat um <clears throat> you know i think they were like okay wait hey guys like we have claire mm-hmm. and she will make you want to believe in love because she's just like a strong woman who yeah. Is the opposite of Peter, like very decisive, definitely knows what she wants. And I think I they they were brilliant in casting her, especially in the midst of like seeing how Peter's season was un- unraveling. 
-hmm. Like obviously it unraveled already months ago, but even seeing how it unraveled in like February, Mm -hmm. January and February when he like then broke up with Hannah Ann and obviously just saw Madison in February. Like if it's three months doing the math, this rekindling with Madison only happened either less than a month ago or a full month ago. So, I mean, this is definitely recent Mm -hmm. um, that they've even like been on good terms in this way. So Yeah. Anyway, that being said, it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Before we move on to Claire, real quick, uh, what's your prediction? Do you think they will stay together <laughs> this year? Do you think they'll break up before 2020 concludes? Again, I thoughts? think that she's kind of stubborn. So I think they will. I think they'll make it just like long enough for everyone to be like, well, they give it the old college try. You know, like I don't think she's going to tap out like super early. I think she's pretty stubborn. And I think like the more that his parents push, the more doubt she'll get, but also the harder she'll dig her heels in. That's my prediction. Hmm. Okay. I call it, it'll be done before May. Okay. (laughs) I could see that. I mean, I I think that she'll try to hold out longer, but, um, Totally. I just, I don't see him doing it. I just, it's going to be like a true uphill battle. And Mm -hmm. I also don't know like how he's going to, unless he like makes this like conscious decision, like I'm Mm going to move to Auburn and I'm going to get a little apartment and like live near her and get to know her better on my off time from flying, which is probably a difficult place to do it. Like Auburn's on a major airport. So I I don't, and they're definitely not going to live together. So I just... Do you think I heard I that she got some sort of like manager or something? Do you think she's going to move to L.A.? Like, do you think she's going to try to be like some sort of like reality slash spokesperson slash model or something? Like, I don't know. if I heard that she did get a manager. So that makes me wonder if she if she ends up in L.A., I could see it lasting a little longer, um, even with him traveling and flying. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, my mother actually said, (laughs) this is funny, coming from like a woman in her 70s. She's like, I think this girl just wants to be on social media. I was like, whoa, that's a call. (laughs) Like, have you not watched the entire season? She's like, no, I have. She's like, yeah, I don't know. But she's like, I don't trust this girl. She's Mm -hmm. like, she seems fine. But I I thought that was an interesting, uh, granted, these are all just opinions, but Mm -hmm. I for someone who's like totally out of touch with social media, like my mom doesn't, I think she has an Instagram, but doesn't use it, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, what she, she doesn't need to right? Hello. Mm-hmm. You're uh, all for everyone else listening. Like, aren't you embarrassed when your parents get an Instagram? You're like, please, please just stay off Instagram. Can I like keep that platform to myself now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what <laughs> Facebook's for. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, but like, um, yeah, anyway, I, I just thought that was an interesting point and mm-hmm. I really did because I, I have this weird feeling that like she's could be right that like Madison has a sweetheart, but like it seems very strategic how she posts and like what she shares and mm-hmm. this like life she's creating for the world to see, which mm-hmm. is like, I'm sweet and innocent and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like family oriented. Uh, obviously she is all those things. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of influencers out there that have like 
very strong beliefs and certain like faith backgrounds and they have like insane followers and like I, I wonder if she just wants to be like like an influencer but like one of those ones that like posts like verses bible verses and then like once she has kids and stuff she's gonna talk all about like homeschooling or something i don't know (laughs) no she's gonna be like like a sadie robertson do you know who sadie robertson is she's like the daughter of the guy so the show like duck dynasty that was on whatever channel that used Uh to be on Mm -hmm. yeah his daughter sadie Mm -hmm. like grew up on the tv show being like i don't know i guess a middle schooler or something Mm -hmm. and she's young she's like early 20s Mm -hmm. um but she got married recently um and before even she got married she like wrote a book and Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like an inspirational speaker yeah yeah. yeah. She'll like, speak at a couple very, women's conferences. Adorable, but yes, like <laughs> Sadie Robertson is like totally like Christian girl to follow. Yeah. In fact, I bet you Madison's following her. Let me check. <laughs> Let me check. Is Madison following Madison Pruitt? Is she not? Maddie is not following her. That's shocking. Um, well, anyway, she's super cute if you want to look her up. But um, I think you're right. But okay, Claire, let's move on. Yeah. Is, uh, Claire, I they, it difficult. was it was so. And then did yours go over? So I was using my Hulu uh, Live to watch it, and it ended, and then I had to start the next show and rewind yes, to the beginning because I think it went over like four minutes or something. So I was like, okay, well, obviously they're not going to introduce her to any of the guys. It's just going to mm-hmm. be like a. Oh, here she is. She's going to be the Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly Which what Which I liked better. Yeah. Yeah. I actually liked it better. I think they were trying to like reintroduce Claire because mm-hmm. they probably saw what a disservice it was when like Ari became the Bachelor and people didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who who is this throwback to? Mm-hmm. So apparently like viewership on like the younger generation and like early 20s has gone up. Mm-hmm. But like viewership has declined lately for the people who were like the OGs, mm-hmm. like the excuse me, like the older generations. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying, my guess is they're trying to bring that back, bring back that viewership. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why they probably did that little talking too. But like my first reaction was like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. She's like, looks perfect in that dress. And I, we were all thinking, all the girls I was watching with, like she's just such a beautiful person and has like a beautiful real body. Like she doesn't look like she has these like twiggy arms and like, oh my God, she has breast implants and like clearly a ton of Botox and like, yeah, you know, I hate to say that, but like so many women on The Bachelor these days, granted, they're all beautiful. They are all so, so, so beautiful. So like Mm -hmm. not to take away from their beauty, but like they don't look like obtainable beauty. Like they don't have like real hips or like real like love anywhere <laughs> they're like so thin and claire mm-hmm. is like a normal it's like she's in great shape don't get me wrong but yeah she looks more normal you know and like i was yeah. like yes that is a real body of like someone who definitely eats well and works out but like she's a real body yeah. and like this is what america needs to see 
is a real body and a real person Mm -hmm. and like a real catch finally like hopefully getting her love story yeah and I I remember as I was watching her sit there I had a flash forward to what her season will look like and I was like you know what I hope they put her in like a bikini and I hope they like don't like edit out or like cover her like legs or butt like they have been doing like I just wish ABC could get over that like censorship of like if they're not a stick figure if they have cellulite if they wear a bathing suit we have to cover everything because I think that I agree I like that she's like like more well not exactly an average body but like just more (laughs) than the bachelor typically tends to like highlight um right. with their casting or even I, put on the show put on the show even with like their all 30 girls yeah and I just like hope that they can be like and this body can be in a bathing suit too and this body can have yes. like that this like you because when I watch that so for example watching like Bachelor in Paradise a couple years ago when they were like covering like with a black box like all of Tia's legs and butt I remember being like, great, so I should never wear a bathing suit because nobody wants to see it. Um, On TV, they even need to cover it with a giant black box that just like travels around the TV screen (laughs) everywhere she goes. I'm like, what the hell? And I remember feeling like that summer, like, and of course I was living in LA and there's like lots of other pressures with my career and all of that at the time. But I just remember thinking like, I thought about it a lot more. Like I had to like, actively like put myself in a bikini and like when I went to the beach I had to like actively be like okay I'm gonna play frisbee real quick but like it's okay if I run around and my legs jiggle a little like it's all right there's like 50 million people on this beach right now and everyone's just trying to have a good time and live their life in their bodies like everything's gonna be fine like I had to actively have those conversations with myself and more recently I've been watching like love island where they're like every girl is wearing a thong no matter what her body looks like they're never censoring or covering anything up there's cellulite left and right there's like also lots of crazy like hair extensions and lots of makeup that happens but you see all of these people put it on so they're like fully barefaced in the daytime and then they get ready to go out at night and you see them putting on the makeup and everything and sometimes they put more or less depending on how they feel or what's going on but it just feels a little more like real and a little more mm-hmm. like it's okay like we can televise someone without makeup on we can televise cellulite on someone's legs like it just totally. feels like you are you are allowed to be this way in the real world and yes. i hope and I think- that they do that i really want the bachelor to get on that train yeah, I love that. I love that you said all that. Yes, I I do think that Claire, though, well, she'll probably dress her body wisely. Mm-hmm. Like, she probably won't, like, wear low-fitting jeans or something. If, right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? No, she'll look put together. She has good style. Yeah. She has great style. She looks cute. She's very outdoorsy. She's, like, I mean, I've been following Claire for years, like literally since she was on, obviously, on Juan Pablo's season. So Mm -hmm. because she's actually one of my favorites, so I'm Mm. super pumped for Claire as the Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, obviously, a lot of people at Bachelor Nation like her but forgot about her. And Mm -hmm. yes, her daily life was like, obviously, being a hairdresser, being with her dogs. Um, She goes hiking a good bit. She loves to travel. 
So, I mean, and I've actually heard rumor that, like, potentially this entire season is going to be filmed in the United States um, now because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So, um, Mm. and it's, by the way, like, literally starting to film in two days. (laughs) So, yeah, um, Friday the 13th. Yep. I wonder if they're going to have rules about, like, kissing and stuff. I guess if it's all contained. It's probably so. Con- yeah, they're probably gonna clean that house like crazy. But, yeah. But yeah, like horrible timing for Claire. I'm like that kind of sucks. And yeah. Maybe they'll le- maybe they'll even go like places she's been. Like, oh, this is one of my favorite hikes in like Oregon or in California mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or maybe I don't know. Or maybe she gave them like a list of like outdoorsy places she'd like to go. Mm-hmm. I hope that happens. But yeah. I was just gonna say like in her real life, she's like fun. Like you know, she like likes to hike and walk and kayak and like yoga and like normal kind of like she's very active yeah and um so I hope like we at least see that and that she we see like oh yeah like normal girl with like minimal makeup at times and obviously she's gonna look like a dime piece at every rose ceremony Mm -hmm. and I hope the guys go goo goo gaga for her because she is just she is stunning inside and out like she is a true bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just also too. So like early on, I don't know if you caught this. She was like talking about like trying on the clothes, and Chris was like, "Claire, how do you feel? Like, are you excited? Like, do you feel like the bachelorette?" And she's like, "Honestly, like not until this moment, you know, like mm-hmm. being here." And she's like, "I've tried on the clothes and all these like different things I've had to do, and I keep looking around. Like, am I getting punked?" <laughs> And I knew what she was talking about. I know, but remember, like there's none of these millennials know what this show is. <laughs> I know. I know. All my friends and I were like, yes, we're here for these old references. Well, the yeah. show was called Punked uh-huh. on MTV. Yeah. And Ashton Kutcher would like <laughs> come out of hiking to like, like these normal massive people. pranks. Yeah. Yeah. They were really, it was like a funny show. Yeah. And like Ashton, and he's like, "You're what would he say? Like, you're on punked, or you're getting punked, or you've been punked, something like that." Yeah, yeah, you've been punked. You've been punked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So anyway, I just like was like, "Oh, I like so, like that's obviously unfiltered. She's mm-hmm. just being herself." Yeah. And I so hope that production keeps that like unfiltered, thirty-eight year old perspective in yeah. editing mm-hmm. and like how we see it because. Yeah, they just released her cast, which we can go into next time. Ooh, um, yes. And there are plenty of younger guys. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not as many four-year-olds as I would like. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, that being said, um, I'm excited. I'm like super pumped for her season. Yep, and we have lots of. So, what's the schedule? So, her season starts in May, right? Right. Okay. So, quick recap of how this year, um. And I just want to note, we haven't had a year like this literally since 2003. Okay, so here's what I mean. In 2003, they filmed and, like, ran um, production. Like, so, like, how we just watched Peter season January through March. Mm -hmm. They showed, back in 2003, was the Bachelorette season for Trista, January and February. And then immediately following so they had um i guess march off and then they went you know they started in march um andrew firestone season 
from March till May. Then they took the summer off. And then that fall did Bob Guinea season. So in one year, they had a bachelorette and two bachelors. Hmm. They haven't done this in years. Like, literally, they normally just do, like, two a year. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the max they've done. So, but that was also a year off of coming, like, the fall. They had done something, like, it was, like, a back-to-back season, Mm -hmm. like, that year time frame. So, yeah, this is a new thing since 2003. Um, So we had January to March was Peter season. April 13th through May, they're going to do Listen to Your Heart. And then mid-May is going to premiere um, Claire's Bachelorette season. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know the timeline exactly, but there should be a Summer Games, a Paradise, and then I would assume another Bachelor season. But if not, they might wait till January to do The Bachelor. So mm-hmm. at least we have The Bachelorette, Listen to Your Heart, Summer Games, Winter Games. Uh, winter, <laughs> wow, sorry. Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart, Bachelorette, summer games in paradise and when do you think the seniors show is gonna premiere oh yeah yeah so that would probably be the fall then you're right yeah yeah i mean we don't know for sure uh they haven't released yeah i know it's insane yeah i bet abc is just like you guys are killing it we'll take off some of these like prime time shows that haven't done well Mm -hmm. and i guess there's less viewership and prime time during the summer anyway so it's probably easy for them to do like the summer games and the bachelor in paradise yeah but it's a lot so that's good for good for you good for us (laughs) yeah good for bachelor (laughs) lots to to talk about (laughs) totally yeah uh i am super super pumped so uh yeah so anyway um uh i would share more updates but i think Honestly, we've just given you guys a lot of pills to swallow. Mm-hmm. Like, we really just went in really deep on this season. And yeah, um, we and we're not going to be able to pick it up again unless we have news about Peter's season. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, give it a rating. Chelsea, how did you feel about Peter's season? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Mm. Um, one you, through ten. ten if being you had like, asked me every week, I would have given you a vastly different number like some weeks it would have been like a two other weeks it would have been like a nine so (laughs) I think I think it would probably end up somewhere in the middle like a six whereas Hannah Brown I loved her season overall so I would give her season like an eight and a half or something like so this is less than that for sure somewhere in the middle so a six being like What's is a one be one's the best, right? Oh, one would be the worst. I'm doing oh, okay. like 10, 10 stars. Ten no, being the best. I don't know. I guess I guess I could do it the other yeah, way. Yeah, ten though. stars. You would give it six stars. No, no, no. So you give it six stars out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about you? Um, I feel torn because I feel like production did a great job. Mm-hmm. I think production did an excellent job with what they had. Um, they cast beautiful women this season. Um, but I really would give it like a five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it's weird. It's like, this is the first season I've done in full on the podcast, like every single episode. And, um, yeah, I just like, and maybe it's like revisionist history, but I really enjoyed a lot of previous seasons. Like I enjoyed a lot of the women or I enjoyed the process. Like 
I don't know, kind of like where they traveled to and seeing like how things like one minute you think these three girls on the top and then the next minute, like this girl's on top and mm-hmm. oh God, that two on one date was like crazy, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know. To me, I just, I think part of this, it's my own disenchantment with like, um, the maturity of this cast. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it, but I think Peter was a lot, a lot too immature to carry this season. Yeah. I think he was a perfect choice because Amer- he came into it with America loving him. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had a bachelor who everyone loved since Big Ben Higgins. Yeah. That's and that's, that's seven, four years. So I get why they chose him. I, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And even before Ben, it was Sean Lowe. I mean, there's only been so many bachelors that people were like, we all love him. Before Sean, it was Jason right. Mesnick. I mean, it's, I, I truly, not all of these bachelors have been beloved. Mm-hmm. But personally, I don't think it. you'd need a beloved bachelor to have a winning season. I think you need um, a great cast of characters. And mm-hmm. when the women or what men, whoever the cast is, are not mature in their relationship like background it makes for like ridiculous drama instead of like true drama you know Mm -hmm. and um and yeah I just yeah so like I'm thinking like for example Chris Soul season Mm -hmm. like several of his women were like emotionally ready for a real long lasting relationship several of them yeah Whitney Becca Caitlin um Jade um Carly uh, um Britt Nielsen Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. so many women from his season uh, Ash, lest we forget, that's where Ashley Iconetti came. No, she was not ready for a relationship <laughs> at that point. Mm-hmm. She was like off her rocker at that time in life. But yeah. um, I love Ashley. I love Ashley. I think she's great and hilarious. Um, but yeah, I just think like you need a cast of characters who like have their feet underneath them. And I think Hannah Ann actually did have her feet underneath her. I think she was a great woman to be cast on this season. Um, I think it's, it's a shame they didn't like show more of Kelly and like mm-hmm. the, after the final rose and like kind of give us like that final impression of her, mm-hmm. um, same with Asha. But, um, I think beyond a few women, there were so many in the mix who were just like, you know, like someone who stands out to me as like in past seasons would have gotten a much bigger like edit mm-hmm. was someone like Savannah. Like Savannah on Peaser season mm-hmm. came in hot, blindfolded him, made out with him, um, daring, risky, exactly what the guy wants. Mm-hmm. But like without, you know, it was her choice to do what he wanted, so to speak. And, um, and you know, seemed to be spicy, seemed to get along with other girls, seemed to be level headed. And in any other season, that girl would have gone far. Yeah. And I think she didn't go far in Peter's season because Peter was like blinded by drama. And, uh, yeah, I think that's probably why this season to me is, like, less than ideal. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there were so many choices that were just, like, poor choices. And yeah. just, like, catty drama with women between 21 and 30 that, like, I just couldn't stand behind. And I was just mm-hmm. annoyed watching. So, um, I I truly am ready to move on. <laughs> um, yeah. But as always, I I love the show. I mean, we have 
30 more people in the bachelor family and um Mm -hmm. i'm excited for a few of them so yeah 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 well said yeah so um I guess next time we chat, let's chat about, um, we'll give you guys an update on uh, Claire's men mm-hmm. and any early spoilers that we can give you on tonight one. Um, I will say this podcast tries to go spoiler free, so do not write into us with spoilers um, of, oh, this was the first impression Rose and this guy like goes all the way. Like mm-hmm. we don't want to know that. Yeah. Um, we just want to know like, you know what you guys think, what we think and who's mm-hmm. getting good at it. I think, um, totally, but yeah, I'm excited. So we have several things ahead of us. And, um, it, again, uh, if you're listening to this episode, you made it all the way through. It means you're a loyal listener. So go ahead, sit, hit subscribe on Apple podcast. Um, so you actually remember every week to hear our episode. Our episodes usually come out on Thursday mornings. Um, you can expect that. And um, write a review, even like great episode or love the finale recap or whatever. Um, But I would love some feedback. Um, We're so appreciative of you listening Um, and you guys are just growing. So we see you. We see how many people are listening and we appreciate all the listens. And um, yeah, I'm excited to continue this 2020 year. On the Wings of Love is hosted by me, Marilee Green, produced by Chelsea Dick-Smith, with music by Purple Planet. Thanks so much for listening to On the Wings of Love. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor's podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at On the Wings of Love podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. We would love to have your reviews, and I'll see you guys next time.